Hello and welcome to jasonnewland.com. My name's Jason Newland. This is Let Me Bore You to Sleep. Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. Just make sure I'm recording this. Is it recording? So, let you in on a secret. You can probably see the microphone. There's a microphone there. There's a microphone here. And if I just rearrange this a little bit, that's better. Okay. Piggybacks, piggyback, my piggy banks at the top, punch bags behind me. I can't reach it. So if you if you see me on a video coughing, you probably won't hear it because I will edit it out. Yeah, I think so. In the audio, you won't hear it anyway. You might hear it, you might see it in the video, I don't know. Anyway, so this is something, uh, what was it? This is Let Me Boy to Sleep, Only Listen When You Can Safely Close Your Eyes. I don't normally make videos, as those that follow me know. But I was looking in the mirror earlier, and I thought to myself, why should I be the only person to enjoy my aging process? Why should I be the only person to laugh at my funny face? Why not share it just for a comedy value? Just the gradual process of aging and as my hair starts to fall out and I get greyer and... You know, just that kind of stuff. A lot to look forward to. Oh, wow, wow. So much. So, I don't know if I'm going to do another one of these. But I might. In fact, in fact, de fact, de fact, I might actually do more videos for the other stuff as well like the whisper, the relaxation, sleep hypnosis weekly. Uh, I can't remember what else I do, but yeah, that stuff. So I might be doing more of that. And part of the reason is because on YouTube, unless there's an actual video, people just generally don't listen. I don't watch the video, even though the content might be really good, and it's just audio, because I've been uploading my podcasts to the, you know, uploading the podcasts to YouTube for a couple of years now. I do get people listening, I do, but it's... 
such a small percentage compared to those that watch when my face is on there. And I don't understand it because I prefer, I would prefer not to look at me. You know, I prefer just to, I mean, so much of what I do involves perhaps closing your eyes. Then why would you need to see me? But maybe it's because you then know that I do actually exist. And I'm not just a robot with my robotic voice asking you to close your eyes. <laughs> Do I sound like a robot? To you? To you? Do I? Do I? Do I? So this is going to be something that I'm going to probably be doing a bit more of for a while. I'm trying to keep the video level about yeah my nipples are about there so and you might be thinking why is he talking about his nipples so quickly in the video normally doesn't talk about his nipples for at least six minutes now the reason is because i give the illusion of slimness i'm not going to show me belly ever you see that i almost because I've got a black background, all that on the wall is soundproofing. The punch bag's black. The bookshelves are black, although there's some stuff on there. And I've got a black top on. The microphone stuff is black. Even the headphones that I'm not wearing, well, silver, but also black. See, I when I make a recording audio I normally listen with the headphones because then I can hear myself and I can hear what's going on I realised I can hear myself now as well but I can't hear what the audio system is recording because although I'm doing this on the camera the audio will be is recorded on my iPad so I'll be putting them two together. So the quality of the audio with the decent microphones will be then sliced together into the video because the audio levels quality actually on the iPhone is not great actually. It's okay for a video of like your friends, family and sort of birthday parties and stuff like that, but not for the kind of stuff that I do where it's all about the voice, it's all about the auditory component. But in the same way, the, the iPhone, and I, I probably other phones as well, is way better, the video is way better if you're outside during the day. Beautiful picture, inside, 11 o'clock at night, with just a light above me, so great but it's okay I think I'm thinking that it's alright so yeah so that's what I've got I'm using I've got this whole setup here to my right and the only thing to really mess it up would be if someone knocks at the door because when I'm doing the audio, I can just pause it. 
but I can't pause a recording. Although, to be fair, I could just stop it and then just make another recording and just slice it together again. It'd just be a little bit like, I'll be like that, and then the next the next time I'll be starting there. Doesn't really matter, does it, I guess? I'm not going for an Oscar. I'm really not. Although... Um, I think a peace prize, I could probably go for that. They don't seem to be too fussy who they're given to for Nobel Peace Prizes. So I feel I could have a good chance on there. <laughs> so I want to say thank you to nobody, really. I've nobody contact me at all. At No, not much. Although, now that I'm on YouTube again, I know I have been on YouTube and I'm always on YouTube in a sense of I post my podcasts onto YouTube. I'm now going to um, go on there a bit more often and try and respond to comments that I get because I'm being a bit lazy with that and I do apologise. So... I don't get a huge amount of feedback from my podcast listeners. Which is okay. I mean, I like to think, well... Mm, uh, I like to think a lot of things. God, blimey, do I laugh. Yeah, um... Quite often reworked romantic adventures, you know, changed so that I actually came out good and it was successful. But yeah, um, I like to... I've forgotten what I was talking about now. There was something. Yeah. I think the last time I did a video, my beard was like... Really big. Like... You know... A bit like those, do you remember those plasticine heads that you could squeeze and the hair would just pop out? I was a little bit like that, but, in this, but it wasn't plasticine. It was actual hair. And it was matted and... Ooh. See, I thought I looked good. Well, I don't think... No, I've never thought that. I didn't think I looked good, but I thought I looked... You know, a little bit different. Yeah, a little bit different. Um, the normal. And at my time of life, growing a big, bushy, dirty, smelly, stinky, sticky beard is quite an accomplishment. It's, you know, something that I can... Admittedly, I'm not going to write poetry about it. It's not that kind of... I'm not going to put it in my journal. Um, but I felt... I don't know. It's almost going through a pain barrier. To have that... I mean, it's very itchy. I mean, any... Anyone listening to this will know that if you... 
you shave parts of your body and it gets itchy. So sometimes I shave my chest. Like this is my chest. Look, I'm not like mega hairy, but I do have hairs. And now send me a picture of yours. <laughs> pervy, pervy, pervy alert. No, so that, I, so I don't know if you can really pick it up, but I'm quite, I'm not hairy. I've got hairs, but it's not like, it's 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 not 70s porn you know it's not quite you know it's not tom Selleck magnum level or if you're old enough buck rogers don't i look pleased with myself that i've just said buck rogers the fact that i've just shown that i'm incredibly old mind you i remember the original buck rogers not from when it was originally originally on, because I think that was like 1932. I think it was the 50s, in fact. But I used to watch it, because when I was young, I used to watch anything. Anything and everything. As long as I didn't have to talk to another person. I was happy. I watched telly, honestly. I mean... I would literally watch static. I would watch the television, you know, even as a power cut, where's Jason? He's watching telly. You know, it's, I couldn't help it. I loved the television because it gave me something that no one else could give me. Some happiness. I just... When I was a kid, I don't know if I was a miserable kid, but I loved television. I did. And I liked watching television with my brothers because they were quiet as well. You know, probably the closest I I was really to my brothers was probably watching television, watching, you know, Saturday night television with the family. We used to watch... Well, I didn't get a say in what we watched. I just had to watch what everyone else watched and that was fine. Didn't really care. But as long as no one was talking to each other, that was, that's the trick. That is the trick of a happy family. It is about communication, but it's about no communication. None. No communication at all. Then you'll be happy. Probably not right, is it? I'm only joking. Yeah, joking, you know. Just jokes. It's all jokes. I'm looking for a girlfriend, so if you fancy uh, sitting on my... i got a bike. Um, i got... Um, I wonder if I... Oh, no, there's no way of doing it. I wish I could... If I press the thing, no. Oh, look at that. Suddenly I'm brighter. Wow, that's not right, is it? I didn't want that to happen. Hopefully go back to how it was. Oh, sorry about that. Wow. 
That's like really, it's almost like I've, I said it's going back to what it was, I think. It's almost like I turned into a ghost. It's a bit grainy, isn't it? It's not the best picture in the world. But what I'll do in the next video is maybe get the light out of the bedroom and shine that on my head <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. There's, there's got to be ways I can get maybe in the, next, the end of the month or whatever I can get some lights, lighting. I don't want to light myself up too much though because I think it's good to be as invisible as possible. If it's possible, I mean, it, to be fair, I think once I hit 40, I became more invisible to women, especially. Yeah. For, 40, 40 was the, or was it 30? I was invisible until I was 20. Really, twenty-five. Twenty-five is when I. F twenty-five is when I really became. Uh, I came. I don't half look grey. My beard. Now, you may say, "Well, it's not the lightning, Jason. It's actually your beard. It's got nothing to do with light. Light isn't going to make you grey, is it? It's going to make you fat. It's not going to give you a big red nose, is it? It's, the, it's you. It's what you look like." Don't give you bags under your eyes, the lighting, is it? No. Doesn't give you a big fat belly like a whale. I'm not saying that. I'm saying Oh, the light's back. Oh Isn't that a weird look? If I move my hand like that. Ooh. I'm gonna hold my hand like that now. Nazi. So I'm not a Nazi, but I just want the lighting good. I don't know. Um, there was something I was saying, but I forget what it was. So I've got no messages to read out. But in, if you do have any messages that you'd like to say, nice things, you know not really interested in horrible things being said don't really see the point in that but nice things uh like a shout out you know like, hey up jace give us a shout out to me and me and, and me pig i live on a farm and my pig's called daisy and give a big shout she's very 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 fond of your podcasts and I'll do it. I'll say, yeah, hey, Daisy. How are you? This is Jason. <laughs> That's a weird voice. Very weird. So, who else should I say that? I'm gonna, because I'm on here doing the video, I don't, I can't use the phone. Because the phone is being used to record me. I can't use the iPod. Because the iPod's being used to record me as well. I suppose I could use the Kindle. But the Kindle is... 
there somewhere and I can't move because I've got this camera basically in my face on a tripod which is near my feet I can't move my feet and I've got these microphones literally where my fingers end so you can see the little bit of the microphone there and the other one's there which is perhaps a little bit further away unless I am just just the way I'm angled but they're aimed at me head or at me at me math me math that me math hello so I spent a lot oh yeah I should do some shout outs so some shout outs I can't think of anybody um, well I can think of people uh, but I'm going to do a shout out tomorrow because then I'll have a list of people from Facebook, from YouTube and if you would like me to give you a shout out or read out a message, I can or if you have any suggestions for stuff that you'd like me to do as long as it doesn't involve nudity or eating healthy food right so I haven't done much today didn't even make a recording yesterday and you know what I haven't one done one today either although this will be today's but it's 11 it'll be midnight before I finish this and then I'll upload it and then that's it but I'm quite pleased that I'm still getting, even when I don't make a recording, so if I do nothing, nothing at all, I get 5,000 downloads a day. So that's good. It's nice to know that I don't need to make recordings every single day in order to keep the audience flap, not flapping, um, listening, flowing, that's the word I was, flowing. Flapping and flowing, they're very different words, aren't they? Oh, she's got a lovely flow. Got a flow. There's a book called Flow. The, I think it's the, is it the science of success, I think? And it's, I read it years ago, like late 90s, and the, the person who wrote it has got, it's like Nicholas or Nicola, really really long I think it might be a Russian name or jinky jinky jong jong hecky pecky wecky it's honestly hard to pronounce I've never been great with pronouncing names not all names but those that I struggled to pronounce. It's and it's not through disrespect. Um but you know what well, of course I don't respect someone because of their name. You know, but I don't I don't sort of purposely show disrespect by pronouncing someone's name incorrectly. But I just some names are just difficult, and 
when I was younger, when I was in my 20s, I used to work with a lot of people who were from other countries, like Africa, uh, mainly Africa in the early 20s. And then when I did security, majority, in fact, I would say, well, out of the security guards I worked with, most of them were African. And then late 90s, I worked with a lot of Eastern European, like Polish, uh, Russian, Chechnya, I don't know if that's such a place existed back then. I think it might be a new one, isn't it? Um... What's those ones that are, uh, Croatia. Uh, another one near Croatia. They didn't really like each other very much. Uh, so I worked with people all all over. And I, I wasn't in Croatia. But they worked in the place that I worked. And I got on well pretty much with most of the people. Although when I first started working at the comedy club, and I was only there really for beer money, I wasn't, you know, my my friend, is he said to me, Jason, I said, yeah, do you want to be a DJ? So I said, what? He said, do you want to be a DJ? I said, I don't know anything about it. He said, yeah, I know. So what do you mean you know? Well, I know you, don't you? You don't know anything about anything. That's a bit rude. Yeah, I know. So do you want to be a DJ? So I thought, yeah, all right. So basically, I, I was there. I was his friend. So I went back the following week. And I was just doing a few bits and bobs and I was a DJ at the end of the night as I said it wasn't really for money it was more just I was doing it for fun for social life for what it gave me was the fir- for the first time a social life really I hadn't really had a social life apart from when I was working at Butt Lynn's and that was probably the first ever time that I was drinking regularly, but it was like a staff room bar, you know, so all the staff were there. I was working behind the bar in the venues at Butlins. And I really seemed to get on with people, which surprised me, because I'm not, it's not that I'm not, I'm, it's not that I'm not a people's person, but I'm not a person who spends a lot of time around people these days even more because of just the way things are. So, yeah. So when I was at the, the comedy club, 
all of the staff pretty much thought I was a spy. Which is weird, I mean. Eventually I thought, well, I'll put down the big magnifying glass and the pipe and maybe people enjoy me, take their hat off. Inspector Clouseau, Mac. But they thought that they had to be careful around me because they knew the boss, the owner of the club, was my friend. So they were very wary of me. Wary. Ooh. Weary? They were wary and then they became weary. I'm very bored very easily from uh. anyway I the first night and this happened a few times at the end of the night all the staff would gather around for after after work drinks and they'd all have a drink and then they'd gather around in a circle and they made a circle leaving me out of the circle which was not very nice but fortunately I got on really well with two people there the doorman and the bar manager Johnny the bar manager literally walked in and separated people let Jason in and uh, and because I got on with him, he was lovely to me. And because I was very good friends with the doorman, pretty much from the start, people started to kind of accept me a little bit more, you know. Because let's face it, the doorman and the bar manager both have a big responsibility to keep an eye on the staff anyway, don't they? It's part of their job is to sort of keep an eye and make sure everyone, no one's stealing stuff or no one's misbehaving. So that's part of their job. So I guess because I was friends with them, they realised that I was okay. But, but, if I'd have ever seen one person stealing off my friend, I would, I would have, I would have intervened. That's the fact of the matter, but they didn't realise that. But the whole time I was there, all the staff were cool. They didn't, and apparently my friend, he had had a lot of staff stealing off of him previous in the past. But when I was there, and I think probably since since I stopped being there, a long time ago, twenty years ago, the. I don't think he had any problems with that either afterwards. I wonder if people stopped stealing because I was there. That'd be weird. Mind you, I was a security guard before, so I think I gave that, I gave, I came across as very, very stern and very, someone to... <laughs> <laughs> someone to respect someone to look up to someone with authority no no I didn't 
there was I didn't have to intervene that much with I didn't intervene with the staff at all apparently I got told off once of being a bit grumpy and a bit rude to the staff I didn't mean to be I was just really busy we were doing this really busy night and um, the manager said oh well, no I think it was another, another waitress said you're being rude you're being rude to the waitresses and the waiting staff I said wow didn't even know it I didn't mean it at all so straight away from then I I remember I, I logged it in my brain from then on to really make, make my effort to be gentler and also to clock who grasped me up and make it my ambition to get them eventually <laughs> no I shall get them over the avenge so yeah it was alright it was, it was a nice environment I messed up a few times more than a few times um, hmm. you know I actually I not dated what's the right word when you're not courting but you're trying to court somebody you're trying to befriend them so that they will go out on a date with you that kind of situation and I like this this she wasn't a girl she was a woman but she was like 22 23 probably um, at the time maybe less and she she was friends with me but she didn't want to go out with me she was no, had no interest and I just I think I asked her out and she said no so I put a, you know put in my little book of revenge um, but then we became friends we became friends afterwards and I think she had some problems getting home someone gave a hassle outside the club when she was walking to get the bus so my boss asked me to take her to the bus stop and wait with her till the bus got there and then go home myself get my own I used to get a taxi home so I did that so every weekend for probably a few months I would walk her to the bus stop so we kind of got to know each other even better and eventually we went out on a date and we went to Leicester Square it was a Saturday afternoon and we were working in the evening so there was no pressure there was no chance of yeah there's no chance of any awkward goodbyes or anything like that it was really we'll go out and I think we went out in the afternoon maybe late late morning maybe and then left at maybe four I went home and then I came back for seven or whatever I think or I might have just come straight to work I don't know we might have just come straight to work together but we went out we had lunch had pictures taken in the photo booth um 
it was lovely, really nice day. I went to a video shop. I got some stand-up comedian videos because I'd lost my collection, so I was trying to build my collection back again. And it's really nice. And went to work. She seemed really happy. I seemed really happy. How do you seem really happy to yourself? I don't know. Anyway, I was yeah, I was pretty good, pretty good. Worked the whole evening, and then it was time to make that little circle, have a drink, everybody in a big circle. And she was sitting, she came and sat next to me, something she didn't normally do. And she held my hand. Okay. Which is something she'd never done before. So she held my hand. Um, I don't know why I'm saying like that. She held my hand. I have photo proof. I did not instigate anything your honor now she held she held my hand and the manager came down and i pulled away from her because i didn't want anyone to know my businesses i didn't know really what was going on there but i had never dated any of the waitresses that's one of my little rules i had it's a very silly rule actually Actually, I did date one of the waitresses, but it was before I worked there. In 91, I dated a German girl who worked there. And I asked her out and she said no. And I liked her, kind of. I liked her less after she said no, but she, she is... She was nice. So I used to see her every week. I think this is a September. And at the time, I just split up with my girlfriend. So I kind of didn't care. I wasn't, you know, I think I'd asked her out for before I was with my girlfriend. And then split with my girlfriend. And that September, I said, uh, do you want to go out? She said, no. I said, in fact, I didn't say, I said, I think I just said to her, look, if I go up and sing a song and I sing it well, will you come out with me tomorrow night? And she said, no. I said, no, that's, and she said, yes, I will go out with you. She said, tomorrow night, if you sing well. Couldn't understand why she was talking like that, to be fair, but. So I sung Teddy Bear, Elvis Presley's version, as opposed to, I don't know anyone else has ever sung a song called Teddy Bear. There hasn't been, is there? And when John ain't done it, Beethoven didn't do it. No, I don't think anybody, I'm not saying nobody ever in the whole world of life sung Teddy Bear because I sung it but I'm talking about as a kind of 
know, a, rec a record, like, selling. I just want to be your TDB. So I did that. I said, uh, I'll tell you what. you got to imagine me 30 years ago, okay? I was like, I'll tell you what. If I sing on stage the karaoke uh, and and you think it's good and I, and I sing well, will you go out with me tomorrow? And I was like, please. And I thought I cried a little bit, you know. Do what you can. Oh, just knock the microphone. And she said, yes. So uh, I did, went on, sung the song, sung it, made it to her, you know. I just want to be your DDB. Uh, so I just, that went well. Well, that did, and then I went out with her. And it's quite weird because I wasn't interested in... At that point, because I just split with my girlfriend, I didn't kind of care. I couldn't really, I don't think I was able to emotionally get hurt by rejection. Just wasn't, I didn't. For me, I just wanted to go out and I thought it would be nice to spend time with her because I liked her. But I wasn't expecting anything. And I remember I called on her house. Uh, and call on her house. How do you call on someone's house? Or her ass. I knocked on a door, I think. Either that or I met her. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I knock. I met her at train station, I think. Or tube station. And then I took her to the worst comedy club in London. It was the diviest. Okay, not worst as it. I used to go there, so I didn't think it was the worst, but it was for a date. If you're going to go on a date, right, it's not the best place to have gone. It was called the Comedy Pit. And it was in Streatham, South London, which is just near Brixton. And it was a pub, and I think it was, it was either downstairs or upstairs, I forget, of the pub. But it was the comedy pit. And I used to perform there quite a lot. So I liked the place, but it was not somewhere to take a date. And there's probably about five people in there, the audience. There's more acts, more comedians than audience members. So I go in there and I, I didn't perform. And we were drinking, so I think I had, she had wine. I think I probably just had wine as well. And she said to me, she actually said to me, uh, I'm not I'm not uh, sleeping with you tonight. And I said to her, I don't care. 
Okay. And she seemed surprised. But I genuinely didn't care. I wasn't bothered. I was not interested. Because not only was going to the comedy pit uh, the most, the least romantic thing to do for her, it was the least romantic thing to do for me. I didn't feel romantic. I was in this dive and I didn't feel like I was on a date. I was just there with a friend, really. That's what it felt like. But there was something about me saying I didn't care. Her attitude changed towards me. So, yeah, and what she said she wasn't going to do, she did do. But I didn't instigate anything. Isn't it weird? Is there a key on that table? Oh, yeah, so waitresses, I didn't. That's a hole in my top. I didn't. I purposely didn't get involved in the waitresses because partly they saw what I was up to when I was there because I was not up to, but I was having fun. It was a very social, ex, little social experiment for me. And I imagine most of the waitresses wouldn't want to go anywhere near me. Uh, not anywhere near me. That's not the right thing. But they. Well, basically, if I started dating a waitress, then I... Being a DJ would be almost pointless. It just, what's the point? So, didn't really, wasn't really that bothered about having a girlfriend during those years. And... But right at the end... Just before I left and I moved away, I moved to where my nan lived because she'd broken her hip and I wanted to be closer to her because I didn't know how long left you know, she had. As it turned out, she had a long, quite a long time left. But, so I moved and there was this lady she was young, she was a lot younger than me. I think she was about probably 21, and I was 31 when I left. So it's about 10 years difference. But she liked me, I don't know why. And I couldn't figure it out. Because she seemed to like really like me. I didn't, I was like, this is weird, she's not drunk. The lights are on so she can see what I look like. It's not like, you know, she's not looking through big beer or wine goggles at me. She still likes me. And, oh, my legs are creaking. And she made it very clear that she liked me. I won't tell you how, but she, verbally I mean, she made it very clear. But I didn't. didn't do anything and I, I do regret that I want to say do anything I mean just exchanging telephone numbers that would have been a start you know 
saying and I have these little fantasies I'm not going to share all of them with you but I have these little fantasies where I sort of would say to her look move move with me come and live with me I'm moving come and move in with me you know and at the time initially I didn't have much money because I was started a new job in sales and but I do wonder if I'd have actually had a relationship whether or not that would have helped me in keeping that job and I'd had a, had a reason because I was never enough of a reason for myself to uh, hmm pushing through there's a certain level of pushing through that I kind of didn't see the point but if I'd have been a parent I, I would definitely still be working I'd, I'd be working if I was a parent yeah, with or without bipolar and stuff that's going on with me I would you know I'd be supporting that child but I don't have any kids nearly did had a DNA test, but it turned out that um, my dad is my dad. Which doesn't make sense really considering what I was talking about. Yeah, I nearly had children. I had, I personally think there is a child out there. There's a lady called Michelle. So if you've got a mum called Michelle, I think her name is Michelle. If you've got a mum called Michelle and you look like me, hopefully you're not a girl because that would be... You wouldn't want to look like me being a, being a boy, but, you know, if you... I say a boy, now you would be... 25 years old 20 probably 24 24 years old probably by now so it's a long time and so there's a, there's a chance that just there's a chance that I might I don't know I just had a feel you know when you get a feeling a feeling just like hmm I think something happened there And yeah, but you know I don't know. But I reckon if if the if you are, you know, even if you do think that maybe you be, might be my my son and my daughter, I just let you know that no maintenance. There's no financial gain. To get in contact with me, you know, there's no, you know, I'm no rich, I don't have any money, but, and I'm not full of love either, so I don't, I don't know if I can give any love. What can I do? No, I can't. I can send an email now and then, just happy birthday, Christmas, and all that stuff. 
the perfect parent. Now, it'd be, it would be quite nice to have a child out there, just, you know, in case I ever need an organ, a new kidney, or, you know, to be nice, someone with my DNA. I mean, the only one I got really is my little brother, but I've kept in contact with him, but I haven't told him that's the reason. But. I don't know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that I wish I had a child for spare parts, that's, I'm not saying that, that's not what I'm saying, but it'd be weird, I did for years and years and years actually think that I had a baby out there, because a girlfriend who I was with, we split up, and then we met up in 1993 and I went and visited her she was a nurse and we had a a very nice time together and then I came home and she contacted me saying that she thought she was pregnant. She'd been pregnant previously, so she knew what it felt like. And then, we're talking 93, no internet. Very easy to lose contact with people back then. Lost contact with her, not through it wasn't because I moved to a different part of the country, changed my name or anything like that. No, I didn't do that. I didn't, honest. Uh, no, I didn't. But she, you know, she just... I tried to contact her, phoned the hospital, everything. And then eventually... I didn't have a mobile phone or anything back then. It was just using my landlady's phone or using the phone box. And eventually I just got fed up and gave up. And for years and years and years, I actually wondered whether or not I had a child, whether I actually had a son or a daughter. And a couple of years ago, I got a Facebook message from someone. Uh, it was the lady that I was dating, the, the well, my ex-girlfriend, from all that time ago. No, she was my girlfriend in 91 and then we met up again in 93 and then that was it and she said is it you I said yeah what other answer is there to that is, is it you no not, not me it's not me so I'm like did you fart no but like yeah yeah it's me I said Oh, how are you doing? I said, yeah, I'm alright. Um, so I sent her a couple of messages. One was the message is, did you have a baby? Now, I just went straight to the point. Because you told me that you, were, you thought you were pregnant. Did you have a... Because she said, oh, I've got two kids. I said, how old are they? And she said something that she was a bit rude. 
but um, she basically said that they definitely were not my children. Okay. So, yeah. For years, years and years, I actually thought I might have been a papa. But what I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I, uh, I wouldn't, uh, a parent, which is all right, I suppose. As I got older, and discovering, you know, my mental health diagnoses and stuff like that, I kind of was a bit grateful that I hadn't reproduced another little version of myself because that wouldn't really be fair I don't think so at least I don't I ain't got to feel guilty about that another little Jason running around he'll be 24 mind you yeah there's no there's not, there's not a, a chance I don't think of any others No, I don't think so. It's like those. It sounds like that cliche, isn't it? I don't have any children, nor that I, th- nor, nor that I know of. Like, eh. But I genuinely wondered if whether or not I had a child. And I still do for the other one. Michelle, her name is. Michelle. Uh, I think it was her name. But that was just a a drunken thing. But, again, I can't explain why I think it, but there's a valid reason. Valid, valid reason. Uh, Apart from what happened, she took off. She left. She sort of sort of almost disappeared afterwards I mean she didn't do what a lot of my girlfriends have done she didn't run off and join a nunnery and become a nun you know vow of chastity and all that stuff that's that's happened a few times but she didn't do that I don't think so I don't know I do wonder. She was a great singer. Really good singer. She was a good singer. I can't remember. When's the last time? I'm thinking of karaoke now, not. Karaoke, I'm thinking of. Although that probably did sound a bit like me doing karaoke. Just wanna be your teddy bear. Uh huh, uh huh, baby, yeah. What are you doing? It's always on my mind. I'm a little mixed up, but I feel fine. I ain't gonna go in a minute, leave me to be with a bit of baby. Oh my gosh, what's happening? 
want to do this stuff on video it's much easier if I don't but I used to have a popular YouTube channel and people expect videos don't expect it damn I know what happened I've got recordings that I do with music and I went to YouTube as I said I rarely go on there but I had all of these what on earth is that I think aliens on the telly um, yeah I oh yeah YouTube I went on to YouTube and I had loads of copyright things where this person had flagged the music videos which you can only do it really with music it flagged the music as being their own music which meant that they could add their own adverts to those videos so for well firstly the music was by Kevin McLeod, which is open source music available for everyone to use. And I also put in his inf his information in there as well. But so what I did today is I deleted all of those recordings, any recording with background music that I've done in the last two years, gone, 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 gone. So, if I do do a relaxation session or deep sleep whisper recording on a video, I will also be making versions with music, but it'll only be available on my podcasts. Won't be available on YouTube. I'm not going to have anything with background music on YouTube at all apart from sort of stuff from t 10 years ago or 12 years ago or whatever so that's it I've been chatting for an hour about nothing it's weird you're weird no you're weird you're weirder not as weird as you at least I don't change me socks every day What's weird about that? It's just hygienic. What are you talking about? It's really much weirder. You can have a conversation with yourself when you're on a podcast. But when there's a video, video in it, and then you're talking to yourself, it just seems stranger than it was before. Don't be very judgmental though, won't you? I'm not judgmental. Yeah, I think you are. I'm not. Yeah, I think you are. I'm not. Why would you? Why would you say that I'm judgmental? What? Why? How did you get that out of what I just said? Well, I think you're just judgmental. You're very, very got a superior complex. Maybe that's because I am superior to you. <laughs> I don't know why you do that fake laugh. 
was a fake? Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. How do we know who's talking? We don't. I mean, at least if you could do a conversation, have two different voices. You mean like this? Yeah, like that. But not like that. It's just ridiculous. No one talks like that. No one talks like this. Well, like this. No. Nobody talks like this either. What, what about this? Do you talk like this? No. What about this? I think this is a really nice voice. We don't know if that's true or not. But I would hasten to guess that my voice is probably the best. You think that your voice is the best? Yeah, I do. I really do. Oh. I am not sure if that's true or not. Because in a way... Uh, in a way... I sometimes think that it might not be true in the same way that a rainbow may not have a pot of gold at the end of it. What are you talking about? I am talking about a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow. Yeah, I understood what you were saying, but why are you saying it? I'm not sure. I just wanted to contribute to the recording because I felt left out of it. Yeah, okay. Thanks. That is my pleasure. Please send my love to Andre, won't you? Yeah, I will. Thanks. No, thank you. Yeah, all right. Andre, before I just started this recording, you've got this new thing, right? It's not new, but it's becoming a habit. I take him out for a walk. He doesn't want to be outside. We get as far as the park and he walks back. He refuses to walk. And then if I let the, you know, basically if I start walking towards him, he'll walk back and he wants to get home. As soon as I get in the front door, I take his lead off. I put him on the floor. He starts jumping up and down, doing somersaults, looking at me and then running away. Looking at me, running away, running running towards me, biting my foot and running away again. Running into the kitchen behind the cooker. He basically wants me to chase him. No energy outside. As soon as he gets in, Mr. Energy Bunny. So much energy. And he's been doing it more and more. 
it's almost as if he's disturbing me scratching so I go out into the hallway to see what he's doing and then he runs into the kitchen that's his new thing that's what he loves doing bless him oh dear I can't believe how grey my beard is look at that proper grey isn't it Oh, that feels nice. Oh. I might get that just for men. Darkener, which you can make your beard dark. I might do that for a laugh. Just for fun. And maybe keep it like that. And do the same with my hair. And have jet black hair forever. It literally looked like I put boot polish on my hair. I've met people like that. And you know that they're in their 40s, 50s, whatever. They should not have jet black hair. It's just wrong. It doesn't, it doesn't suit them. It's not supposed to happen in reality. I think Tom Jones is one of those. Suddenly he allowed himself to go grey. You know... It was literally overnight, it was grey. I mean, that, that was a stressful weekend. Or he just stopped dyeing his hair. I think he said, I'll stop dyeing my hair. I stopped dyeing my hair because... That's Tom Jones. Ooh, hey, yay. I stopped dyeing my hair. I'm trying to think how he talked. Oh, he stopped... I stopped drying my hair uh, because I was 70. In fact, he's about 89, isn't he now? 90? 70? He's got to be older than my... Yeah, he's got to be older than my dad. Maybe the same age. He's got to be in his 70s, though. Not unusual to... Anyway, I'm going to go. Thank you. So the whole point of these recordings is I just bore you and I waffle on for an hour and then you go to sleep and we forget it ever happened. A bit like a date. A bit like romance. A bit like a relationship with me. Try and forget it ever happened. Let's move on with our lives. So I'm going to go. So thank you for listening and watching. If you're watching on YouTube. And remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy. Lots of love. Bye.